If somebody say that they just want to make some friends, they just want to make some friends. They ain't trying to get married at first sight or trying to hook up with you. You know, I said, hello, not I want to eat jelly beans at your ass. Hey there, guys. How you is? Be welcome back to The Grits, your unofficial life coach and certified daily distraction. Ooh, I got a good topic for us today. I'm going to be talking about the struggles of gay dating and the hypersexuality within our community. Now, first, before we get started, let me introduce my channel. My channel's name is The Grits. A lot of people don't know this, but it's actually an acronym for gay raised in the South. And if you know the South or you know anything about the South, you know that's a struggle within itself, baby. Mm-hmm. Especially as a black gay man. So what I want to talk a little bit about today is this: that we as single gay men have to stop this whole thought process that if we don't have a boyfriend or a significant other by a specific age, does that stop you from living and loving your damn self? Does it? That's what we want to get into. I want by the end of this, this podcast for you to feel like you know who you are and that you know that you the shit because you are the shit. Now, I know, I know, I get it. There is a sadness in the fact that we as gay people or gay or as the LGBTQ plus community, we can't meet our partner at the grocery store like, you know, normal heterosexual couples, you know. We can't go to to aisle seven and or go to the produce and both of us touch an orange at the same time and we look each other dead in the eyes and we just like, wow, it was love at first sight. For us, it's more like it was a notification at first sight. And that it is it it will take a toll on your psyche as a person, as a person, as a person. Because everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to find that. that, that and not everybody, you know, not everybody wants to, to be in a relationship. But for those of you who do, I'm talking to you today. Specifically to you. There are some people that are happy as hell being single. And you know, more power to you. My power to you. But I'm going to uplift my brothers today. My brothers and sisters if you get any type of positivity or you get any message or you get a word from this today, it was for you and it is for you. Now, I want to talk also about our addiction that we have to gay dating apps. You know, Grinder, Jack, BGC Live, Adam for Adam. We got all kinds of can on in our community. But we... It usually always goes to hooking up and hooking up and hooking up and hooking up. Is it that serious? Is it really? Can we really just, can we just meet somebody and actually have a conversation? There have been people who have told me that they, they'll try to talk to somebody and just say, hey, I'm trying to meet some new friends or they just moved to the area, whatever area you may be in. And they're just trying to make some new friends. 
Why is it that it is damn near impossible to make gay friends these days? Why? Like you just say hello to someone and they're like not interested. Ain't nobody. I didn't. I asked you what. <laughs> if somebody say that they just want to make some friends, they just want to make some friends. They ain't trying to get married at first sight or trying to hook up with you. You know, I said hello. Not I want to eat jelly beans at your ass. You know, another thing that that can also be bothersome is the addiction to social media. You know, I think the apps are so part of social media, but you know, the Instagram and the Facebook, there's Facebook groups, there's Instagram groups, there's all kinds of things like out there for people. Um, and they have these, you know, these hashtag black gay couples and all kinds of stuff like that. And it is a beautiful thing. When I see them black gay men and they are there with their significant other, they're with their husband or they getting married and they showing all these beautiful pictures. I sit there and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I am here for it. I am here for it. But you cannot allow yourself to look at those things and sit there and or be jealous Or you sit there and you mope and you feel sad or sorry for yourself that it hasn't happened to you yet. God got you. Be patient. Now, one thing I am talking about, if you haven't noticed, I'm talking mostly to my black gay men. Like I said, if you can get a word out of this, you can get a word. But for today, I'm talking to my black gay men because I feel as though we need to realize who the fuck we are. And let's get into the colorism within our community. There is a still a whole kind of um, colorist type of way of looking at things when it comes to the black gay community. There's still that whole, you know, I'm not going to say team dark skin, team light skin. I don't give a, I don't give a damn. We are all people. But there is still this whole colorist thing where people are like, I only date lighter skinned people or I only date white or I only date Asian or I only date Hispanic, Latinos, things like that, you know, or light skinned, curly haired. You have no idea how many times people are just talking about light skinned, curly hair in the gay community. Am I lying? Uh-huh. And especially for darker skinned gay men, it is a very, very difficult task because we are within two categories. There are many, many people within the gay community, but we are within those two categories. You're either extremely femme or you are extremely top, what they would consider top or DL type of stuff. So if you don't fit into that, and you're just kind of like a normal person or you just kind of I'm not not calling them not normal but they are the the forefront of the image of the gay community when it comes to darker skinned black men so there is a you know a sort of stigma that we have to kind of live up to as darker skinned gay men if you're not if you don't have a 13 inch eggplant rolling around past your kneecap somewhere, then you ain't they ain't talking to you. Um, <laughs> oh, this I love this. This is this. I'm telling you, 
This is not for the weak or the faint-hearted today. This is going to be, this is that day. You hear what I said? All I'm saying is that we don't have to exist within that space. We don't have to exist within that space of what society is telling us who we are. Like if you're this dark-skinned guy and you're DL, that that's what all you exist for is gray sweatpants and lusting looks. Or if you are a femme, uh, dark-skinned male, that they, the only thing that you that you are worth is busting it wide open and twerking and wearing and dyeing your hair blonde. You know, and that ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's others in between. You know, there's others in between. And we have to also stop to uh, stop allowing ourselves to fit into that narrative that we are just our only purpose is sex. That's our only purpose is random hookups. We have these apps and within 20 minutes and seven miles and a ding, somebody at your door. And you finna give them all kinds of care on that. Is is that okay? I'm not going to say that it's not. Everybody do their own thing. But how we going to get to know somebody? How you going to get to know somebody? I have, you have no idea how many times people have, uh, I have had encounters. Let's call them encounters. And at the end or in the middle, I'm like, what's my name? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, what's my name? They can't tell me. And I'm just like, this is, it, it numbs you to the fact that it will tend to numb you um, to the encounters, the act of doing it or anything like that. It will numb you to that. You just like, I don't want to do, sh- I don't want to do shit. Because <laughs> you feel as though you're not worth it in that instance. If, and I'm talking to the people who are wanting more for themselves out of their dating experience. They're wanting more for themselves out of their dating experience. Not to the people who are still, you know, wanting to bust it wide open or go and clap cheeks all day. If you want to do that and that is your thing, then go do it. Know who I'm talking to. If if I'm talking to you, stay with me. Stay with me. It gets better. Um, And we have to... <laughs> if you are talking to somebody who is DL, let's get on to that. If you are talking to somebody who is DL and is confused about who they are, that ain't got nothing to do with your worth as a person. You know, that ain't got nothing to do that that you are no one's dirty little secret. Let me repeat that. You are no one's dirty little secret. You have no idea how many men are out there that are they they are married, got a whole family, got all kinds of stuff going on and still out there doing their dirt. If you are in an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship, then more power to you, but if you're not and you just doing it for the hell of it, then you you're in the wrong. And sometimes you as the person who is receiving or doing doing this act with this person that is DL and they know that they doing dirt. If you lay down with dogs is all I'm going to say. But you are no one's dirty little secret. Y'all got to stop letting these men confuse the hell out of you. Making you, giving you all this, this kind of talk in your ear, this pillow talk in your ear. 
that you can make this type of relationship work. You need to be in charge and say, all right, no to this. I know who I am. Okay. One of the first persons I ever fell in love with, and I'm going to say fell in love with um, because I was a one-sided love because they didn't love me back. Oh, boo-hoo me. So, <laughs> so the first person I had to fell in love with was a DL person. But this person had me all kinds of upside down sideways. I had understood every sad song. I was sitting there kissing pictures. <laughs> I can laugh at it now. And how many people out there can laugh at how stupid you was when you were younger? Raise your hand. If you're raising your hand, number one, you look crazy because you got your hands raised. I can't see you. And number two is we all been there. This person had me all kinds of care and it took me months to get over the fact that I was not going to be loved in that way. I had mashed up a Sam Smith song. (laughs) I was a mess. And it's only ever happened twice in my life. Where I have fallen for someone that didn't like me as well. And yes, I want to include personal experiences in this podcast so that you know that you are not alone. You don't, we all in this together. I'm going to tell you who I am. You came here to listen to me. Hey, how you doing? So recently I got my first friend with benefits. Ooh, y'all finna sit down. Y'all finna hear some stories, some tea. Get your teacups ready. I recently got my first friend with benefits. And everything is good. He's a great guy, amazing in bed. Everything is amazing. But we were having a conversation. And um, I think he's, I don't know how the conversation started, but he got on the topic of that he thought that um, he was said something about me being hurt in a relationship that that's why I have never had a relationship and I was like or it was along the lines of I had been hurt and that's why I was like unattached to certain things in in I don't know in the bedroom in my life with people I'm just kind of unattached I'm 30 we know better we know more than more than most. In your 20s, you're supposed to be messing up and making all kinds of mistakes. And that is what you do. If you're in your 20s, you're supposed to be doing that. Go do it. But I was a little confused because I was like, how have I been hurt if I've never been in a relationship? I was talking to a friend of mine after that, and he told me, he's like, the guy has a point. I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily say that you've been hurt, but I could say that you have been disappointed. And I was like, oh, you hit the nail on the head. I guess that's what it was, is that in my 30 years of life, I've talked to many people or gotten to um, the cusp of dating and they have all told me the same thing. You are an amazing person. You are they're all like, I'm always like, yeah, I've never been in a relationship before. And they're like, what? And they're very surprised that I'm single and all kinds of stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. So you, or they tell you you're marriage material or you, somebody going to come along and wife you, wife you up. And I'm like, okay, thanks. So that can take a toll on you. 
that can take a toll on a person who has experience under their belt. That that you have life experiences under your belt. If you are in your 30s right now and you have those life experiences under your belt, but you haven't had much luck or any luck in the dating scene, know you are not alone. You are not alone. And it can it can sometimes as a 30 year old or as a person in their 30s or moving into their 40s or even in their 50s you have so much experience under your belt but there is something that you have not even um you could start to go into a shell you can start to feel like well damn is it me is it me am i the one who is making what you will start to question yourself because you're like, I have all these things. I've done all these things for myself, but there is one thing that you cannot do. You can travel the entire world. You can be a beautiful, uh, you can uh, learn instruments. You can learn languages. You can do so many things in your life, but there is one thing that you can't do. And some of us have a struggle with that where you cannot You can do anything in life, but there is one thing that you just cannot do alone. And you cannot love someone alone. Like that song, I can't make you love me if you don't. (laughs) Yes, you can't make someone love you. And that's the interesting part. There's there's an interesting um, aspect to it. Very intriguing that you cannot do it alone. And most people want to experience that. Um... I don't know. I I swear I think I'm rambling, but this is some good shit. So, and I say all that to say this. I just want y'all to understand that you're not alone. That your turn is coming and you are the shit. You are beautiful. Just you are beautiful. You're smart, especially if you're in if you're in that dark skin range where people don't really understand you or they fetishize you or they make you feel like you have to be in their version of worthy. No, baby, you are worthy in every aspect and every way that you are exactly how you are right now. You're worthy of love and it will happen for you, too. You are not a sex machine with no standards. And remember this, because we're human. It's okay to hook up, but do so safely. And I'm going to leave you with this. Lastly, a relationship is a lot of work. It is a lot of sacrifice. It is a lot of understanding each other. It is a lot of of learning how to coexist with somebody with somebody you are including like sometimes we have our rose colored glasses on that we think that it's going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time and it's not you're going to argue you're going to fight you're going to be like i'm about to deck you straighten your throat but you have to realize that it's it's okay like that and you have to allow yourself to fall into the fear of love if you want if you want to and i'm gonna leave you with this as well if it doesn't happen in this lifetime if you've been single your whole life and it doesn't happen in this lifetime will you be happy will you still live a stress-free life for and by yourself you who knows maybe at the very moment you find yourself 
they find you too. Well, I can't get through. I'm just going to have to quit. I love you guys so much. I thank you all so much, all my peeps of the community. If you're from the, uh, all, wherever you're from, <laughs> I'm glad you're here with me today. Have a blessed day and I will see y'all in the next episode.